Power Up Suits, and welcome into a special bonus episode of House Party Protocol. My name is Will, and with me again is the one and only Merzane. And if things sound a little weird or something sounds a little off, I'm not using my normal setup. I am on break at my job at 11 o'clock at night, and we're here to talk crisis protocol. And Merzane, thanks for joining me. Not a problem. When honestly, I wish that I could be at work and talk about crisis protocol. I mean, it is a blessing, let me tell you. So, uh, yeah, what I, I just want the suits out there to know that the rigmarole that we went through to get this podcast going was was a little excessive. So, <laughs> yeah, just technical difficulties abound, and so we finally made it to where we are just recording a Zoom call. So. Hopefully it sounds good enough when you guys is in, but either way, it's going to be fun. Yeah, it's almost like the universe didn't want this to happen, but um, we forge our own path here, and uh, <laughs> I guess there'll be this is this is the what if episode of what if this podcast actually happened? Exactly, this is the what if episode. Which did you see the newest one? That was very enjoyable. Uh, I did, and uh, that ending, um, I I actually screamed like. It was, it, I was, oh, no effing way, dude. Yeah, yeah, it was good. If you haven't and watched it, was check it out. <laughs> the best part about the whole episode is the end. Like, it's a good episode, but the best part is definitely what happens at the end. Yeah, it was funny because me and my wife were watching the episode. Like, this is a pretty good, we could tell it was Ryan and Dan. We're like, yeah, it's a pretty good episode. I really enjoyed that. And then that happened, and I was like, oh, whoa. Yep. <laughs> yep. So, Merzane, we are here tonight, today, whenever you're listening to this, to discuss my list for the upcoming Season 6 of uh, Tabletop Simulator. So we kind of touched on it at the end of the most recent House Party Protocol episode. Make sure to go check that out. There is a secret code for our giveaway in that, and we might do one here. I just don't know yet. Um, but anyways... Go check that out. We kind of touch on it real quick. I kind of say a little bit at the end, but we don't really get to dive into it. So we figured it would be fun for the suits out there to come on here and dive into that. But real quick before we dive into this, because I think it's relevant. Holy crap. How about those changes to Green Goblin? Uh, they look pretty cool. I'm still like, I, I, I have a little bit of like, don't you dare right throw now? cold water. Don't you I'm not throwing cold water. I'm not throwing cold water. I'm not throwing cold water. Okay. Okay. So I had just, I was just on like a really hype, uh, spider foes kick and I had played a few games. It was really fun. So I played it against my friend, Terrence and Terrence, if you're out there, you've, you've hurt me to my soul. Cause he just absolutely kicked the crap out of me. And I, I was just like, I don't know how I ever recover from this emotionally. <laughs> And like I, I looked at the, I looked at it, I was like, is it really enough? Is it really enough to stop Terrence from beating the absolute dirt out of me again? And I don't know about that one, but it did air very good. Uh, the thing I didn't notice at first was the leadership changes. Yeah, just once per turn, no power. That's uh, oh, that's significant. That's really good. That's significant, especially in a affiliation that includes someone like Venom who can hit back on on your turn you know what i mean so yes i they may be uh them and x for x force was originally like my go-to for the clapback team uh and now i think it might be spider foes yeah 
Yeah, there's some fun there, but we're going to break down kind of those changes in a later episode of House Party Protocol, but I just had to get a rapid reaction because I'm stoked. I think that that is like very subtle changes, but exactly what Green Goblin needed. So, yep. I think it's good, but I'm just the last person because I'm just I'm so I'm so hurt. I'm You're so actually hurt. in physical pain. I understand. I get it. I I've, I understand. I've had those bad beats. I know how it feels. So, <laughs> Merzane, let's talk about my list. And I'm playing this week Shadow Marvel, and he's got an interesting list. It looks like Sam Spam, but not all Sam Spam. It's weird. It's interesting. Like he's got both Captain Americas. He's got amazing Spider-Man, but he doesn't have the capability to go with Web Warriors. So he's only going to play Avengers. But it's definitely not like a spammy spam thing. Yeah, I'm looking. I'm kind of looking at it, and I'm. It's got some interesting tech, I think, in it. That it's a little maybe subtle. Uh, but he's got the option to go Sam Spam. I think that he's looking for very, maybe very specific matchups to mm-hmm. pop out the Steve. Yeah. And I think this might be one. It could be. I can think of, yeah, I think, because you've got, yeah, I think I think one of your, your scenarios is definitely one of them. Right. And I, I think he's, so, and for the suits out there listening, this is kind of a, a good insight into kind of the mind of a, of a slightly elevated competitive thought is like how you look at someone's list. You kind of formulate what you think might happen, some plans, some, you know, this and that stuff to see kind of what you need to attack and address. And uh, so looking at, at, at his list, it definitely seems like you can go with the spam, but I don't think he wants to play. I mean, I think on like a, a 18 and above, you're going to see a spam. But other than that, like on those low threat values and everything, like if we get something like gamma or sword, do you think he plays spam on those low threats? It could be. I, I honestly think the Steve Rod. So to me, looking at this, not having spoken to the man at all, exactly. I feel like the Steve Rogers tech is specifically there for Quicksilver Spider-Man on something like like uh, Panic Grips the City or um, Spider-Infected. Something where I, I right. feel like what he wants to do is he wants to, if you pull Panic Grips, if you have some weird play where you're going to jump across the table and take something, he can do, he has advanced R&D, so he can advance R&D, one to spider-man spider-man can do his thing get to your side and either web line back or move back i don't i i I don't know the the measurements right off the top of my head i think he could probably move swing and then move again well he can't if if it's panic then he won't be able to interact with both with with a citizen on my side and swing back he'd have to do he'd have to interact and then stay there well that's why uh r&d and steve rogers might be good oh yeah 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 it's going to cost him one to do the swing. So he does yeah. move swing, pick up with the after R and D, and then he can get back to the midline and he's a little bit safer. Um, and then right. Quicksilver could potentially uh, move speedster and then punch your guy with the, with the thing. And then he doesn't, ha- okay. He doesn't have, you know, can he doesn't, I borrow that. Yeah. He doesn't have, can I borrow that? So I don't think that's, but he can he can threaten that play on both sides with Quicksilver or Spider Man. So he can position one on either side, and he can potentially do this on like Spider Infected too, right? Like one on either side. If you have Prio, 
you choose the one you'd rather him not get it on. Quicksilver can move, long move. I, I think that's enough to pick up a, um, either one and then run away. So that yeah. may be what that what, – that to me, that's what it looks like that's for. Shadow Marvel's probably laughing at me saying, like, that's not what it's for. It, oh, you fool. Probably, but I, I do think that's <laughs> fair. I, I think that the – definitely – so part of my plan, if you look at my list – so let's go over what that is real quick. Uh, I mentioned it before, but my list is convocation only, and, well, I guess I could go Midnight Sun technically, but I'm, I don't have the leader for that, so I wouldn't do it. So it's Ancient One, Baron Mordo, Clea – Strange, Supreme version, the Supreme, Strange, uh, Dr. Voodoo, Iron Fist, Moon Knight, Okoye, Wong, and Hood. And my tactics cards, Brace for Impact, Book of Cagliostro, Astral Ring, Ironbound Books of Shumagorath, Heroes for Hire, Plane of Poldock, Bar with No Doors, Hood's Gang, Secures, Our Infinity Formula Goes Missing, Demons Town Town, and Portals Over Rome with Spider People. And my extracts are... Fear Grips the Worthy because hammers are always fun. Research Station because I kind of want to fight. And then Panic Grips the City. So Citizen Evac Tokens, it's, an, it's a restricted card. But that's in here because I have characters that can either have like natural power generation or can generate extra power through either an action or someone like Voodoo who has a sap power and on Skulls he gets a power. So that's yeah. why that's in here specifically is because I feel like I can get the power. See, the thing is, are, are, do you have any degenerate go grab your opponent's uh, panic grip no, to city plays? I don't. See, see someone that that's the that's where everyone. You're like the only person in the world playing Panic Grips the City just because it's a fun objective and not because you want to cheese it. <laughs> yeah. I, can, I have so much respect for that. Fair. I, it <laughs> is fun. It, I, I think it's a super fun objective. And, and yeah, like it, there's no cheese about it. It's literally just – I guess the only cheese you could say is I know that as long as you don't just completely run away, like full hard run away, then Dr. Voodoo can make you drop it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, like, I, I don't know. The way – I really like Panic Grips, and I hate that it had to get restricted, but, like, it, had it to. really it, it really had to. can be cheesed so hard. And Absolutely. it's really refreshing to see you being like, I'm not going to cheese it. I'm just going to put my make myself advantaged on it, which is what you should be doing for any crisis in the game that you decided to bring. So I like it. Yeah. I approve. This is Merzane approved for whatever that means to anyone here. <laughs> the stamp has been placed and I appreciate it. You know, it means a lot coming from the King of Tennessee himself. <laughs> as, as one of my Tennessee subjects. Am I the King of Tennessee? I haven't, I've only won in Nashville. I think I own Nashville officially. Yeah. But I mean, there haven't been that many tournaments elsewhere. Like we're having one here in Memphis, but you're going to Huntsville instead of coming to Memphis because that makes sense. But that's, new yeah, it, Everyone wants to go to Huntsville because it's not a four-hour drive. Exactly. I get it. I get it. I respect it. I was so sad when they were at the same time. You have no idea. I was, like, yeah. ready. <laughs> yeah. It is what it is, but that's a whole other thing. But, uh, yeah, so, like, my, my plan is to have some – like, so here's, here's like, the idea of everything, okay? Yeah. So someone looks at my, my stuff. They win priority, and they say, oh, well, I don't want to give him access to panic – 
because no one seems to really know what convocation does. So they're like, oh, crap, has he got some special tech for panic? You know, and it's like maybe they look at it and they say, oh, well, I don't want to I don't want to give him the extracts that he that he clearly wants. So I'm going to pick extracts. And then when I get secures, I'm very happy with all of these secures. And weirdly, I actually think Infinity Formula was a mistake and I should have put Gamma on there. That's entirely possible. I, I'm going to counter that and, th and say, I think if you don't get priority, your opponent probably isn't as scared of panic because typically what people do on panic is something to generate with priority. Uh, but maybe they might, they might, um, they might be okay. I think we're, because it's like I was talking about earlier, I think shadow Marvel wants to give you panic grips the city potentially. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's actually uh, definitely a thing. And when I look – again, when I look at his list here, like I want Panic because it's fun and everything, but I actually think I play Research Station and make him make him come to the middle of the table. Yeah. I think that's a good plan. Like, so I'm going to go over his list real quick. Yeah. So that we, everyone knows what we're talking about. So his list is uh, all Avengers. It's Captain America, Steve Rogers – Quicksilver, Amazing Spider-Man, Iron Fist, Captain America, Sam Wilson, War Machine, Nebula, Okoye, Vision, and Domino. For tactics, he brought advanced R&D, branding, all you've got, <laughs> Avengers Assemble, Field Dressing, Heroes for Hire, Bird of Prey, Disarm and Sacrifice. For Crises, he's got Gamma Waves, Spider Portals, Sword Base, Extracts, he's got hammers spider infected and research station so let me just go ahead and say shout out to shadow marvel here for not taking bitter rivals <laughs> yeah like you know mad respect bro mad respect <laughs> he still took all you've got but i honestly can't fault anyone for taking all you've got because it's that good yeah no it's 100 percent. so yeah shout out there but but what do you so yeah like looking at this here i think it's really interesting because he's got two low threat secure choices and then medium threat extract choices. Yeah, I think so. One of the things playing Sam spam uh, it, that I have learned is that you, every single point cost, you don't feel like you're disadvantaged, right. especially when you've got a really, uh, when you got a really flexible list. His is a little less flexible than mine is because he's got a he's got two fours and a five in yeah. this list, and that could make list building a little awkward. But the only non uh, Avengers people he has are Amazing Spider Man, who I think like we talked about is going into one specific strategy. Mm -hmm. Nebula and a Nebula Koye and Domino. Uh, a Koye will be in every list. Nebula is probably in every list. Uh, and Domino is probably a flex that he brings in for certain builds uh, if you're not bringing Spider-Man or if he's going seven wide, which is possible at some threat levels. Yeah. Uh, I will say, I I personally underestimated Domino. Oh, she's so until good, Until I played her. She's so uh, good. Don't underestimate Domino, cause, uh, especially in this, because she's a nutty she's she's legit she's super legit i can assure you of that and uh yeah i played a lot of x-force and she's uh, amazing so yeah i i'm interested to see kind of like how he plays it out because 
you know, Heroes for Hire, Iron Fist, like, I love that. You know, Bird of Prey, though, is one that you don't see very often. And Sacrifice is another one that I know has kind of, like, been the hot tech for, um, what is it, Black Order? Yeah, that's anti-Black Order tech. Right. The Bird of Prey is anti-Sam tech and Enchantress. I got you. I thought about taking it, and I should have. But, uh, but I forgot that because I, I forgot I could go into Enchantress. But it'll uh, if you have any flyers, it'll, it'll just knock the shit out of them one turn. Oh, I'm mm-hmm. sorry, am I not supposed to cuss? <laughs> now you can. It's cool. <laughs> okay, <laughs> little, little little bit doesn't hurt. Okay, so so when I'm looking at this and I'm thinking about going into this, and I'm thinking, first of all, the hardest threat value for me, the hardest one is 14. Like. I absolutely yeah. don't want to give him sword. Yeah, I th- well, I think you can play sword. You don't want to give him priority with sword. Yeah, Wait, which so that's the thing though. <laughs> I can play sword, but then I don't get to take sorcerer supreme. Oh, why couldn't you take sorcerer supreme on sword? It just it really kind of clamps down on the other stuff I can take. So like, I want to take voodoo. I want to take ancient one. And then if I take Sorcerer Supreme, that puts me at 13. And I would rather have, like, if I drop Voodoo and and bring, like, you know, a Koye and I guess Ancient, or, well, I guess, yeah. So if I bring Sorcerer Supreme and Ancient One, that's nine. And then I have to bring, like, Clea, you know, that goes to 12. And then we're looking at something like Mordo, which is fine. But like, so it's, it's either Ancient One or Voodoo if I bring Sorcerer Supreme. But if I don't bring Sorcerer Supreme, then I get to have like Voodoo, Clea, Mordo, Ancient One. And yeah, uh, yeah and, and I like that. Or I can drop Clea and put in Iron Fist or Moon Knight or somebody else or Hood. Well, I will say um, Ulysses proved last season that you can absolutely not have to go five wide on Infinity Formula. Yeah. He will. He you will mean, go you five mean sword? wide. Or sword. Yeah, I'm sorry. Sword. I, re- I was looking at your list and read Infinity Formula. And like a, like a monkey, I just said it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think you, I think you're fine at 14. You just have to, you have to outplay the crap out of them. Right. And Dr. Voodoo will be a, Dr. Voodoo is so good in that for you. Yeah. Yeah. I I think Dr. Voodoo is the, is going to be my MVP no matter what this whole season, uh, played a few games with him now and like the ability for possession is insane. And if you're listening to this out there, I'm telling you right now, if you're playing up against somebody that has Dr. Voodoo in their list, convocation or not someone that has Dr. Voodoo in their list, if you have an extract objective and you can't get away from him, make sure it's on a high threat character. And even then, he's going to make you drop it. He will make you drop it. He also – he can also stop you from interacting, right? Exactly. So you cannot interact with, contest, or hold objective tokens. Yeah, so I, I actually like your 14 a little bit. You have to play it really well, but you can just lock like their, the character that you're most likely going to see activate last from him. Right. You can possess them, and then there's a lot less characters that are going to be able to kill Dr. Voodoo. 
So he's a little bit safer at that threat value if you're playing him well. Right. And then if you look at it, if you look at the Ironbound Books of Shumagorath uh, tactics card, the idea is to want, so play that round two, and then I can physical attacks become mystic attacks. And then I don't have to recall my spirit thing. You know, yeah. I can just have it on that person so they're just out the whole game. It's kind of yeah. the idea. I like it. I, I actually am a little confident in yours because he'll probably take something like Sam, Iron Fist, Quicksilver's one he can take. It's going to be Sam. He doesn't have War Machine is an interesting thing. Yeah. Oh, he has a War Machine. I just can't. He has read. War Machine. He has War Machine. So he'll probably take Sam, War Machine, Iron Fist, and it leaves him space for two more, and it will probably be Domino Okoye or Quicksilver Okoye. He may run Nebula, but if he runs Nebula and not Okoye, you really like that. Because, oh, 100%. Because that's with Voodoo, that's two characters that he can't interact with. Yep. Uh, but so going into some more broad tech, right? Yeah. Like, we don't want to get hung up on the sword thing. I think that's probably your worst one that he we, can do. I agree. We don't want to get hung up on sword. I just know that that's, that is my, I feel like, hardest crisis to deal with it probably is if if you can somehow trick him into doing it while you have priority and you can pick a higher point value though i think you can win yeah i think that's i think that's a really good one for you yeah um, oh yeah if i can get if i can get even 15 threat i feel really i really like my 15 threat list too yeah that i that i have here it's a it's dr strange uh dr voodoo ancient one and okoye um and then i think i had mordo in there so or did I have more to? I don't know. Does that math work out? So if, let's see. Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Yeah, and then ancient one. So yeah, it's it's ancient one, sorcerer supreme, voodoo, and Okoye. Mm -hmm. It was uh, I really like the way that plays on a on a clumped up scenario. Right. Anyways. So I will say broad tech. I think you're you. What you should always be looking for is if you can out the Sam. Uh. Killing Sam is such a big deal in that list because oh, if you can kill him two or three, he loses he loses a lot of value losing that um, that uh, leadership. Don't flex hard for it, but if you can put yourself in a position where you can do it, go for it. Right. Um, yeah. And watch the war machine because his uh, he's going to try to set you up for beams. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Every time. I, I'm I'm well aware of the the beam setup that's coming, and if I see vision, I mean I know I know what's going to happen there, so to speak, you know. And yeah, my thing is like Sam, and what I've seen so far with playing my list is I tend to clump a little bit. There's a little clumping that happens, but I feel like that's what like something like Infinity Formula will be good for, or the Spider Portals will be good for, is to kind of not have to worry about clumping up too much. Yeah. Um, so. I'm not too worried I, about that. I think you kind of want to clump a little bit. You you just want to be careful if you do. Because, like, you don't want to put all your dudes in one spot exactly. But Exactly. He, you also don't want him to, like, spread. Yeah. Because Sam likes to spread. I feel like, personally, when I've played Sam, the way I play Sam, the same way, they don't, he doesn't like having to sit in one spot with everybody. Right. Especially if you have, like, beams or multi-attacks like moon knights kind of scary 
uh, and then you can take people like, or Hood even, you can take people like do- your Doctor Strange and just like yeet someone across the map. Mm-hmm. Or Ancient One being able to just come in and assassinate someone. That's uh, the idea. God, yeah, that's so good for Research Station. Because he's gonna yeah. have. If you put one person, he's he can't. There's one person that he has that can't work. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you the secret the secret for my research station tech. Uh, oh, the secret sauce. <laughs> it's it's. I think it's the secret sauce for a lot of things, but like for research station or for gamma or anything that's kind of in the middle. Astral ring, tactics card. So at the start of a character's activation, they can spend two power. Place a projection token within range three of this character. When measuring ranges of this character's attacks or superpowers, measure from the projection token instead. This character does not contest objectives normally. Instead, the projection token contests objectives as if it were this character. While this projection token is in play, cannot be advanced or placed. So I can still be pushed, but I can't be advanced or placed. Remove the projection token during the next cleanup phase. So basically, at the start of Ancient One's turn, whenever that is, like I like doing it with Ancient One because Ancient One has a lot of range two stuff. Mm-hmm. So use it with the Ancient One, put it out there, do some shards of the Seraphim, her build or attack, and and just kind of build up some power. And then, you know, just cap an objective while being range three away from it. It's It's really, I think, really spicy. Yeah, and that like that lets ancient one like actually participate, right? Because it's exactly because you can't they can't attack it, right? No, no, there's nothing they that's can right. do to it. It's just it's just a token that's there. That's that so can't, it is uninteractable a token. <laughs> yeah, I like that a lot because that'll, that'll that'll like uh, I'll make it really hard for them to uh, uh, like deal with her. And I feel like one of her biggest weaknesses is actually getting into the fight. Hundred percent. If you can just project her yep it's so good and she starts with that two power so it's always online at the start of her activation as long as she's not stunned for the league of legends players out there this feels a lot like yone (laughs) yeah he just he does something similar he he projects uh he he like leaves a version of himself behind walks forward as like a spirit version and then when he after a set amount of time he swings back to his body nice so it feels like literally exactly like how Yone works. That's awesome. But yeah, I, uh, that's you're going to have to forgive me. You're going to be teaching me a lot about uh, Look, convocation because they are so big brain to me. We're going to be learning together on this. Together. Believe me. Yeah, the I'm going to be taking know. the lumps and then I'll be passing it off to you. And let's also not forget, like, so I, I went into TTS by myself and just kind of manipulated models around to kind of see what they could and couldn't do, right? And uh-huh. – Anything above like 16 and above threat value, Clea's on the board. And I know a lot of people were like, ah, Clea's not great. And I understand where they're coming from with that. But on demons, she's in because she is immune to incinerate. Yeah. I so, that. Especially like on your back point. And then she's also a good point. one to like, like they'll forget about her. And then you'll just move her forward twice and like throw someone off a point. Exactly. And just win a game. Exactly. And and her ability to gain three power and just boom, she has power, then she can throw somebody, but the teleport that she gets to do, you know, another allied character within range three, place it within range two of its current position, it opens up a lot of turn one options. So again, looking in this matchup at my opponent's list, if we get spider infected 
or if we get if we end up with something else that's got a middle thing, which oh he only has spider infected, and I don't have any that have a middle point. But if we get spider infected, or I can maybe threaten to get one of his hammers by and move away, so I can get a hammer and move away, or a spider infected and move away, because Mordo, Strange, and Voodoo all fifty millimeter bases. So so Clea can teleport one forward, and then they can grab and run. It's just the only hard part of that is because, like, middle objectives, typically, if you don't get it in the first activation, they will. True. Uh, but that does put them in an awkward position if it's not, like, a Spider-Man mm -hmm. to, like, hit them with something and, like, start trying to reel them in. Because, like, right. uh, so, Dr. Strange Sorcerer Supreme has a range – he's ranged 3, 6, and area 2 – yeah, so he's range three, range five, and area two. And he has the scalpel of strange that he has to be within two of a character to place them within range three, but it costs four power. So you could potentially, like, if you were feeling really, really bold and they moved, like, somewhat far forward, you should be able to, like, move him forward. If they pick up that middle one, you can move him forward within range two, hit them, and if he gets one power, he could yeet them back into your line. Exactly. Or... Or I, I like that also. That's that's a thought. I also like the idea of move Voodoo up and then possess that character, make him drop it, and then pick it up. How much how much power does Voodoo get a turn? He only gets one. his one, but he has sat power on his builder, and he rolls a skull. He gets a power. Oh yeah, I forgot about the rolling skull and getting power. And everyone except Ancient One has range three attacks, <laughs> so I at least have the range to do things. Yeah, and he's on a he's on a big base. He's on exactly. a medium base. Exactly. So yeah, he's definitely going to be able to get there. Uh, and then you have do you have R&D? You don't have R&D. I don't have R&D because I felt like I've got enough power s sort of more or less, you know. Yeah. And even and, mm -hmm. I can see that, yeah. It and, and, limits your first turn plays as your only problem. Right. Right. And and I feel like I can deal with that because, again, I feel like the ability for – like, again, if, if someone comes up to that middle area, I have enough range to deal with them, so to speak. And then, like, Voodoo, you know, if I can get a little closer, I can throw them, you know, throw them with spiritual strength. You know, I don't want to necessarily do that. But, like, you know, I like the, the strange yeeting people back into my line. I like that. So – yeah, would you like to come enter this magical meat blender? Exactly. and if Especially it's, if it's someone important, like, let's look at his list. Who would he put up there that you would want to take? Like, Quicksilver as, as a thought. Yeah. I don't think he puts War Machine up there. I don't think so either. I don't think he puts Sam up there. No. Uh, well, I do think if, if he's, if he's um, he does have, he has Spider-Man. So if there's a potential he just uses Spider-Man to grab it and right. leave. But if, like, let's say that, for some reason he doesn't maybe the point costs don't help him or whatever like uh iron fist maybe who he does it with yeah or a koye yep. neither of which are sturdy enough to really stop you from absolutely wrecking them especially sturdy enough into mystic yeah that's the is, thing mystic is going to be the big thing into this matchup i think because yeah. none of his characters like mystic right because quicksilver doesn't get his re-rolls Amazing Spider-Man gets his rerolls, but he only has three Mystic defense. So, yeah, it's, it's really interesting. Vision's a strong into Mystic because he doesn't have to worry about his his phasing. 
so overall, we're, we've seen a lot of SAM and you know that's kind of been like the prevalent thing and if we want to talk about kind of the stats for you know what is what's played this time around we can talk about that a little bit but overall when you're playing into sam what is kind of a a strategy of sorts um like i was saying earlier try to find ways to get to out Sam mm -hmm. being out Sam uh, it makes it's a big deal if yeah. you can control people um, that really helps and if you've controlled someone that's already activated you have to try really hard not to kill someone else so they, ju they just pop right back onto the point right if you're laying into somebody you really just got to finish them off um, one at a time so you're not giving them the healing yeah. So how do you mean by that? So like, as in if they extend someone forward, let's say, let's say just in this instance, he extends uh, Domino too far forward. Just, you know, Domino has an activated token. So blast into Domino as much as possible. And only one character is going to get to move in that case. Uh, potentially. So gotcha. like the one thing to keep out for too, is he might try to bait you. Yeah. He might try to say, oh, no, I put Domino too far forward, which uh, Domino's one I don't think he puts too far forward too often. Yeah, I don't think so either. Uh, but if he did, or, or like Nebula, then he, you might position a vision or a, or a war machine to get a really sweet beam that he sees. So if you see him putting someone in a position, you're thinking, huh, that seems really good for me. It might not be. Take a second and like kind of look, like kind of look at the short moves and sometimes double short moves with Avengers Assemble. Right. And see if there's any beams you're missing. <laughs> any beams inbound. Well, I will say vision vision beams don't scare me as much because I have a decent energy defense uh, kind of situation with like Doctor Strange. You know, Ancient One's got the three and has martial artists, you know, and has the keeper of the Eye of Agamotto. So like I'm not super worried about that in like the broad sense. You know, vision beams like Mordo has a four energy defense, so it's it's more the the beam of of War Machine that gets me kind of yeah worried. Strangely, he has got he has the most powerful beam in this matchup, but it's I think it's typically your your vision. Yeah, yeah, completely agree. <laughs> yeah, vision's range four beam usually feels really good, but uh, in this instance, I think might be a little different. And let me ask you this because. I think that there's an, a case to be made for like playing Hood in this matchup if the points work out right because of the dark lightning on his uh, spender on his healthy side and then also his empowered dark lightning that gets to arc and people do damage, you know, around. There's also the fact that he has absolutely no mystic. So he has to kill him to flip him. So if you get Hood flipped... Um, preferable. Also, Hood's gang is fantastic into this it, matchup because all I of his dudes are standing on. <laughs> very good. Very consistent. But he has no like. Cause like Hood, when he's damaged by Mystic, he automatically flips. He can't do that to you because uh, no one has a Mystic attack. So if you if you get him on the backside, it's gonna be really hard for him to deal with him because uh, Hood doesn't take a lot of damage. And one of the primary ways that Sam Spam does literally anything is by 
uh, murder. <laughs> right. Um, and it, a lot of that is through really heavy, um, like, dice math. Like, he's just going to have so much more dice than you. It may not be better dice per character, but he should be rolling a lot more than you. Yeah. So he's going to get those spike potentials, and he's going to get those consistent chips. Against Hood, you really mitigate a lot of those spikes. Okay. So what threat value do you think is where I bring Hood in? Mm, that's a tough one. It um, is. And I th- here's another thing that I've figured out about Mordo the other day. So I really like Mordo for the ferocity of Sidorak. Like I think being able to give people extra dice is really good. I think him right. having, you know, the bolts of Bishrew at that range four uh, is very nice as well. Him being able to generate that power turn one and just do stuff, also great. However, Soul Barb, they have to already have the condition for you to be able to put it onto other people. So, like, yep. I feel like if I'm going to drop somebody, it's going to be Mordo more often than not. Yeah, I can see that. I'm just putting that out there first for then you to tell me where I need to put hood here just because I, I like Mordo I like kind of what he brings for the team in a lot of ways he's, he's a really good support character but if these if people don't already have these conditions on them it's harder to get them onto them with right. soul barb specifically I think both of them are good together yeah uh, I think what you should be aiming for is to pick the secure and trying to go for demons. Definitely. Um, I think if you don't get, if you discard demons, you go for portals. Uh, reason being, you make more power than him. Mm-hmm. The only character he has that naturally generates extra power is Iron Fist. Right. Um, and everyone else is going to generate one, and they're also going to generate. It's also going to make it hard for him to do um, here. Here is for hire, since other people have to pay for it. That's not not named Iron Fist, right? Um, so you're taxing him to play. You don't mind as much because you have several that don't care or have good ways to build it efficiently. Mm-hmm. And then as you start locking things down with like Voodoo, uh, you can start like. You, he may have a guy over there, but they, if they can't do anything, you could just sort of ignore them and take the point and leave. And then right. they, he has to follow you or kill kill Dr. Voodoo. Well, that's the thing. Even when Dr. Voodoo's dazed, that token does not come back to him. Yeah, they have to kill him, which kill can be him. really, really difficult sometimes. Yeah. So I think that Portals is fine for you. You just have to play it well. Because these are one of the most like skill intensive, I think. Yeah. To like play, and it's really easy to mess it up, uh, and it's a flip objective at that. But if you can get demons, uh, you do have the the immune to incinerate, and he's going to try to. He's probably going to bring like vision, war machine, domino, and try to like uh, incinerate and murder everything in, in existence. Right. But you also don't mind having everyone grouped up, and if you can get like Hood and Baron Mordo. That's two really good, like, ranged uh, mystic attackers. And you can get Hood's Gang, which he's only going to have a few people on points. But if you can, like, kill someone on the point, force him to put someone else on the point to score it or contest, then try to kill him, win or succeed or fail, that person's now going to get incinerated. Right. 
or he has to he has to give you the point. Yeah. So you can kind of incur you can kind of like typically people try to spread on demons downtown, but you can if you use Hood's gang correctly, I feel like you can like force him to group back into it. Yeah, I think so too. And I think that it's either it's either I'm going to keep him from going on to a point to avoid Hood's gang. Or it's you know, or he's he's going to be on the point, and I get the extra dice or reroll or whatever. Yeah, the uh, yeah, yeah, reroll. Either he leaves so you can't get efficiency, or and you get points, or he stays on there and you get efficiency and start right. advancing your your goals. Which right. of course, be careful because as you trigger that, he's going to lose incinerates and and move and stuff. Uh, but if you're like there is diminishing returns on getting too many on him being dazed too many times. Right. Uh, if you're hitting the, you don't want to hit dazed people that have moved with the a power uh, yeah. because that gives him the most efficiency. If right. he moves war machine, unless he's going to do something crazy, just leave him alone and hit someone else. Mm-hmm. And the war machine can't move again. Right. That, that, that's the secret sauce. I think. <laughs> yeah admittedly like i think that's the secret sauce right there yeah and using your using your um you'll probably have priority a lot of the game using Hopefully. it well like you definitely want to like pick some like you want to like i said you want to pick someone you want to kill them yep as people start to come up you want to immediately kill them as as fast as and as hard as you can uh just one at a time yeah because as you if you spread you're you're gonna lose value, and he's gonna you're gonna play right into what he wants. Yep. Yep. I think that's uh, that's good, and I think that's where something like Plane of Poldock will come into will come into usefulness. It's basically dark rain for the convocation, so three power and get to reroll Mystic attacks against a chosen character. So like, if I have an opportunity to take down Sam, use it, kind of thing. Yeah, that that's your Sam killer. If you can get like. It's a plane of Poltar. It's only convocation characters can reroll, right? Correct. No, it's allied characters when you do Mystic. Oh yeah, there you oh, go. Oh yeah. So, if so you Hood can get gets like, it. Hood can get it. Yeah. That can be really, really nutty. Or Moon Knight. Moon Knight can get it too. Yeah. But I think Hood's a little Hood's Hood's more consistent with it because he has the hex shot. He's got the hex shot. Moon Knight. Is he range three or range four on his Moon, Moon Knight's range three on his spender, so I have to have the spender to do it. Well, his throwing crescents are range four. Right, but it's only mystic attacks that get the reroll. Oh, that's right, that's right, that's right. Yeah, yeah so, so Hood's good. got it a little bit easier. All right, so, yeah, I think... Oh, Voodoo can reroll and get saps. It's so good. It's so good, dude. Trust me, I used it the other night, and it is it is bananas good. <laughs> I took down a kingpin and, one, like, I basically one-shot a kingpin. It was awesome. Yeah, if you can, like, one-shot... <laughs> I, I think what you want to do is you want to bait Sam into moving somewhere threatening, kill him, keep him there, because, like I said, you should have priority if you retain priority. Which yeah. be careful that if you if you daze Sam, be careful. Try to keep priority, so that next turn you can play in a Poldock and just finish him. Yeah, like get Hood in, get Hood in position, ready yeah. to, search, and then just lay into him and don't let him get away. Yeah, he'll try I, to I definitely. Like if that. he field dressings, kill him again. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, yeah, of course. I mean, that's just what you do, right? So, looking at threat values. If I pick, if I win priority, which I don't ever bank on winning priority, 
But if I win priority, I think 18, 18 is a really sexy number for me. Um, hmm. It's so weird to get into that kind of threat evaluation to get Sam spam because they're he's good at all threat values. Right. I'm not talking about for him. So different. I'm talking yeah. about for me. So for, for me, I think like a, like a spider portals 18 is a very sexy threat value because then that opens up hood for real. What about 19? I like 19 too. I think 19 is also very good because I don't hate my 16 point list because basically what I want to do, any value I want to have strange in there because he's just that good uh, at murdering things. So, like, I really want to have Strange. However, if I go with 17 or below, then putting Hood in gets difficult. I say difficult. I could still do it. I just have to make some choices. You know what I mean? Right. And I think that in that instance, if, if it's 17, then I don't take Mordo, and I take Hood instead, and I go Doctor Strange, Ancient One, that's nine, and then Hood makes, uh, what, 10, 11, 12, and then we have another three-pointer, uh, or sorry, and then we have, um, sorry, Dr. Voodoo. Mm -hmm. So I don't take I, Mordo. I, I like Mordo a little better in this matchup because a lot of his characters aren't going to be like super hard to kill, so like having a couple more dice on attack isn't a problem, but he is going to be trying to kill you, so having the um, the heal from, from a Hood may actually like pay off a lot more yeah and and i think that that's kind of where i'm looking at it it's like even though i don't necessarily want to be spending my power on that necessarily i i think that having access to the healing because it's all this physical shit coming in at me mm -hmm. is going to be useful yeah and uh like we were talking about being able to do hoods gang and just kill yeah uh like and like i said really focusing in on one person yeah, and that's another thing uh, in terms of like tactics cards wise. If I don't take Hood, my tactics cards are Brace for Impact and then all of the Convocation cards because I I can't take Heroes for Hire because I won't have Iron Fist if I don't take him, and I can't take Hood's Gang if I don't have Hood. So, and then Bar with No Doors counting against my tactics card limit means that it's Brace for Impact even though he doesn't have any throws. Any yeah I throws of note. Other than Vision. Yeah, Vision and Iron Fist and Spider-Man are the only ones that can... Well, and Cap can throw people into people. And I mean, them it's can, but there, hard. but it's not, like, the main it's, thing I'm worried about. Yeah. See, I think Convocation was definitely designed with the 10 in mind. I think it was, too. <laughs> <laughs> because, yeah, it just... It, it feels bad having to have the leadership, which... Let's go ahead and talk about this. We only have one side of the bar with no doors. And the interesting thing about that is that I get to reroll attack dice against characters without an activated token. So I have to actively go after someone that hasn't activated to get the benefit there. However, if he attacks me and I don't have an activated token, I get to reroll a defense die. Yeah, that's where big brain stuff comes into play. Like you really got to be paying attention to who's activated and who's not. Absolutely. I think the, I think the, the, the exception, of course, is when he activates, like, like we're talking about Captain America, or gives you something that you know you need to take, and you don't think it's a bait, then you can go into activated people. Yep, exactly. Exactly. It's going to be an interesting matchup, and I'm really excited to see how it plays out. Like, I've been 
I've played a couple of games with the convocation now kind of in real life and against criminal syndicate, both of them. So it's a little bit of a different thing, but I'm really excited for this. And I think that like, I want to get Clea in because I like her teleporter stuff, but I don't think that she's necessarily my best option into Sam. And I think what we talked yeah. about here is kind of hood and Mordo one or the other kind of being there to to do that damage to maybe get some hoods gang going stuff like that so i think if he takes you low point threat or um low score mate like low scoring stuff like demons yeah if you can or research even maybe like something where you can you can sit her on the back and then rush her forward throw and win that's yeah. going to be her like that's going to be the best way to use her in this matchup uh does she have a beam i don't think she does no. 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 The only person I have that has anything that's kind of beamy area is Doctor Strange. Yeah, Doctor Strange has that has that uh, area too. Super weird area attack. Yeah, the problem with Klee is you just don't want to ever use any of her attacks in this matchup. Never. <laughs> yeah, I think she gets I think she gets sad at home. Yeah. Yeah, I think that unless it's demons. The only, like I think demons I bring her because then it's a free point pretty much every round. The other option is maybe if it's like spider infected or um, yeah, the spider infected. Yeah. Where you've got the middle points where we we're talking about doing that play to try to go for it. Mm -hmm. um, if, if he brings amazing Spider-Man, she's just going to be a back point sitter most yep. likely. Um, which she's pretty decent at holding a back point because she just does um, she just does the cosmic cube ability or whatever like what Red Skull does. Yep. And then can throw people and I, I guess that's a good time to use her icy tendrils attack when you just have or flush with power right exactly and just you can flush like, with power move your allies around and stuff but i think she becomes your back point center center yeah and, and i don't have an issue with that if if that's what ends up happening there but yeah so i think into demons and into spider infected clea's on the board and then maybe research station maybe but I like the idea of fighting at research station. <laughs> yeah. So hood's, hood's a sexy option for me there. But anyways, I think we've beat this horse to death. And uh, I hope the suits enjoyed this kind of deeper dive look into kind of the thought processes that go into matchups, especially in a league situation like this where you know what you're kind of going up against a week in advance, basically. So – I, uh, Merzane, I'm excited to see how you do in this. You, you, uh, have made the top table, I think every time, right? Or not top table, uh, but like made the tournament part of it a lot, right? Uh, I have played in f five, le four leagues. This is, this will be my fifth because it didn't nice. be one. The first one, it was a very generous tournament, uh, structure and I got in and lost sploosh. Yeah. Uh, I beat, I won round one, lost round two round. Uh, the third one. The third season, I did not make it in. I was like one or two places off of making it. Uh. Um, and then the next one is when I made it to top four. And then last time, last season, I memed extremely hard with Sinister and uh, lost very hard uh, <laughs> on my way to cuts. Um, this time, I'm not memeing. You're not <laughs> memeing. You're just going straight for it. I'm like, I actually want to, I, I'm being a little bit sweatier than I normally am. Uh, but it's mostly because just 
I'm playing Sam Spam, and Sam Spam is just stupid fun. Mm-hmm. I don't play things I don't think are fun. Yep. And Sam Spam is just a blast. So yeah. I, I, I don't feel like a, a sweaty meta player playing Sam Spam. I don't think you have to feel that way because, I mean, look, it is 40 or 20% of all the affiliations are Avengers. So Sam Spam's probably going to be the high, most highly taken leader, I think, of all of them. But here's here's my goal for this. Like, I want to I want to make the tournament. I don't think I will. I'm just not savvy enough of a player a lot of times, but I'm also like you. I just want to have a good time. However, I do want to do well enough with convocation to where people are like, hang on a second. This might be interesting. I want to at least like put the conversation out there of like, you know, if it was in the hands of someone a little bit better of a player, convocation might be the jam. But we shall see. I'm hoping they reveal the other side of the freaking leadership card while this we, league's going on. <laughs> we've people have gotten it. We've seen it, so we know what it is. We just can't use it until we get the okay that uh, we can ask rules questions about it. That was our cutoff this time. Right. This is coming from uh, this is from To Land. To uh, Land. We, we we decided that if you couldn't ask questions on the rules forum about it, then we weren't going to let people bring it because if even if it's such a stupid like easy card to understand, if someone has a question about it and we can't pro- we can't properly answer it, there's a problem. There's a problem. So, uh, I I don't know exactly when we can ask questions about it yet, but as soon as we do, I don't know if we're gonna if like like let's say it was tomorrow we can officially ask questions about it. like it was officially revealed. I don't know if that immediately unlocks it. Because we've talked about that possibility, and I don't think we made a decision. Right. Uh, but I think, like during definitely mid-season cuts, it would become available. Makes sense. I hope. But so. as fingers crossed, as, as more information comes out, these these uh, all these stuff that we have seen might can start getting played. Love it. Can't wait. It's gonna be yeah, a fun I, season. I'm super excited. I'm. I was a little down because all you got didn't get banned. <laughs> um. Right. But I'm I'm ecstatic to to like play games, yeah, uh, and make people miserable with uh, all you've got. As I have been made miserable with all you've got. I mean, it is a miserable making card, at, at the very least. I have so, I have not made my displeasure with it unknown. Yeah. So so what do you think, Merzane? Should we give another secret code for the giveaway for this bonus episode we're doing here? Um. If you want, I think that's a good idea. I, I think, think we I don't should think do there's it. any reason not to. Yeah, I don't think there's any reason not to. What is going to be our secret code, you think? Um, I am currently staring at a at a Magic the Gathering card called Reiterate. Reiterate. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that just Actually, actually no. Cut Let's that. I'm going to go way nerdier. I'm going to do way nerdier. Oh, okay. I'm going to go for a real cuz it's 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 superhero themed. Oh, I okay. love superhero themed. So I, I'm I'm less of a Magic player, more of a Yu-Gi-Oh player. Okay. Uh, elemental hero. <laughs> I love it. Okay, elemental hero. You heard it here, suits. Merzane <laughs> said it. Elemental hero is your secret code. So when you're listening to this, send us messages on Facebook or email us housepartyprotocolpod at gmail.com. Uh, if you're in our Discord, send us messages over there on the Discord. And uh, yeah, elemental hero. Yeah, and if you, you and, and message me your favorite elemental hero. There you go. Yeah, send send that to Merzane specifically. <laughs> Spend it specifically to me. I you're, you're uh you're you playing a degenerate game like Yu Gi Oh is safe with me. Yeah, I'm not scared to say it. 
there you go. <laughs> well, dude, I really appreciate you uh, hopping on with me here and uh, talking about all this stuff. And we'll definitely uh, keep in touch with all uh, all this throughout the season because it's uh, it's going to be interesting because learning this new affiliation, playing them, and and kind of figuring all this out, it's going to be a it's going to be a thing. I I'm super excited to hear what you learn because I, I have not made it unknown that I am a big old dummy and convocation is way above uh my brain power to understand and uh hearing from people who know what they're talking about is going to be way easier for me to like maybe ever get to put them on the table and feel competent Mm -hmm. i feel you i feel i feel like i'm i'm definitely not smart enough for this affiliation but we're just going for it (laughs) yeah well they were really i was definitely like hmm well i won't touch them for a few months (laughs) i'm definitely not smart enough for this one yeah, well, I'll, I'll be your guinea pig. Don't you worry. And Suits out there, you can live vicariously through me, and uh, we'll let you know what happens. So Elemental Hero is your code. And Merzane, thanks for joining me. Where can people find you real quick? So uh, I mentioned it. I'm a TO for the League. So if you have any questions about Leagues, message me on the Discord. I am Merzane, uh, Disciple of Dale currently. Uh, I am also on the Turn Zero podcast somewhat as like the B team <laughs> where – my co-host and I are on the B team for another podcast called Advanced R&D, where we build lists and do fun, janky stuff. Uh, yes. And I'm on most of the Discord, so you can message me there. Feel free to message me, ask me questions. I don't care. I'll talk to you. I don't bite. Yep. Not well. You do. It's just not hard. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, it's not over the internet. Exactly. There you go. Party on, Rosane. Yep. Party on. And power down, suits. <laughs> <laughs>